Welcome to the Finding Life Teaching Podcast, where we lead people to find life in Jesus through teaching the Bible. Last episode, we talked about how we have the ability to be able to come into God's throne room and speak freely. And that, that ability was won uh, on the cross by our high priest, Jesus. But what happens when we um, don't have the words to say? What happens when we come to God and we have no idea what to say? Or... <clears throat> Like I've heard some people, like I've heard some people say, like I, don't, I just don't know how to pray. So, like, I mean, why pray? I'm not going to pray. So, because I don't know what to say. Uh, often, as leaders, uh, actually knowing what to say isn't uh, usually our problem. In fact, during times that we do not know what to say, um, that's when we get get scared and actually hold back and. For me, somebody who kind of likes to be in control control of the situation, I I get nervous and I get fearful of situations where I just I just don't know what to say, and that can actually be the same before God. And so Paul in Romans in Romans chapter eight again another another passage we're coming back to, or another chapter of scripture we're coming back to as we see the role of the Spirit in our lives. Paul lines out how the Spirit helps us in these times. Romans 8, 26, in the same way, the Spirit also helps us in our weakness. Because we don't know what to pray for as we should, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with inexpressible groanings. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit because he intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. Like Paul lays it out. I mean, Paul is a confident guy, right? And he's wrapping himself up into all of this. We don't always know what to say, but that's okay because the Spirit, the Spirit, He intercedes for us. He always knows what to say to the Father on our behalf. And you know what's interesting about this passage? Really, Paul is kind of saying we never know what to truly say. I mean, catch how he says it. In the same way, the Spirit also helps us in our weakness. Because we don't know what to pray for as we should. But the Spirit himself intercedes for us. Paul's not saying, hey, you know what? When you come before God and don't know what to say, the Spirit's got your back. Paul's like, the Spirit always has your back. Because if you know what to say or don't know what to say, he is always interceding for you. He's always translating for you before the father i mean like we've seen those movies right where the translator you know is is one person saying something in english and another you know this is chinese person or two people and one is the translator and they're translating everything and and sometimes the translator is like yeah you didn't mean to say that so i'm going to actually help you out and i'm going to smooth things over because what you said would be offensive or whatever you know when we come before God, we're always weak. <laughs> Even kind of like last episode when we know exactly what we want to say and we want to speak boldly, we still don't know what to say. We still are weak before God. And the Spirit, whether, again, whether we know what to say or not, 
the Spirit is translating on our behalf before the Father. So if you know what to say, great. If you don't know what to say, go before Him anyway. There's a kind of an anecdotal story about a kid who was asked to pray. And he paused for a moment. He started in A, B, C, D, and he slowly goes through the entire alphabet. And of course, the adult that asked him to pray, that adult is stuck now. They've, they've got to let this kid finish out. And after he prayed, after the kid finished praying, the adult said, hey, little Johnny, what? you just said the alphabet. What, why did you say that? I, went, I asked you to pray. And the little kid said, well, I just I didn't know what to pray. So I prayed the alphabet, and I figured, the, figured God can put all the words together as needed. Faith like a little child, right? Often we won't go before God because we don't know what to say, but a little child knows that God knows exactly what is needed in our lives right here and right now. We are always weak. Again, I record this in the middle of the coronavirus, still not pinking um, really across the world, but in America as well. And you know, times like this, we don't know what to pray. I don't know what to pray. I don't know. I don't know how to pray. I don't know what what, what on earth. I mean, there's times through through this that I knew exactly what peace of my mind I wanted to give God. But at the same time, you go, how on earth to pray for all of, all of this? You know what? The Spirit knows. The Spirit intercedes. The Spirit knows our weakness. But really, what about when we are no longer weak? Do we, re- do we realize that we still are weak before God and that we still need His help in prayer? And you know, there's a question that comes from this. Well, if God's going to, if the Spirit's just going to pray what He wants anyway, why pray? First of all, the assumption is that the Spirit can only intercede if we are before God, inside God's throne room, with our presence, asking him something, or and before him doing something, or before him in complete silence, because we just don't know what to pray. And the Spirit's like, I got this. I got your back. The assumption is, is that we will go and be there in prayer. But Paul continues to write, we know that all things work together for the good for of those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. Okay, the, the famous, you know, anytime something hard happens, right? We pull this one out, right? All things work together, right? right? For those he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, so that he would be the firstborn among, among many brothers and sisters. Those he predestined, he also called, and those he called, he also justified, and those he justified, he also glorified. I, look, I know... The famous predestination and foreknowledge words are in here. I'm not. I'm not going to dive into that piece of theology and scripture in this moment. That's not the intent. The intent is why pray when the spirit already knows, when the spirit's just going to intercede and say whatever he wants anyway. We see here actually that prayer isn't about going to God with our lists 
and checking off our list, checking off our checkbox, checking off our religious duties, or you know what I I told you know so and so I was going to pray for them, and so and what I, I'm going to pray for them, and so I'm just going to go through my list, and I've checked off my list, and I've done my list, and I've you know treated God like Santa Claus, and boom, it's all over. That's not what prayer is about. Prayer is about changing us into the image of the Son, to be conformed into the image of His Son. And then Paul ends the progression with glorified. See, often we don't know what glorified means. We think that, oh man, this worship set, wow, that glorified God. Really what that what we mean is that I had some feels. I, you know, in my, in, I got some goosebumps. I got some feels. I got some. I, we, we, we had this moment, and 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 that that glorified God. Really, glorified means making the invisible visible. In particular, to make the invisible visible with beauty. Check this out. God wants to make Him who is invisible visible through your life. And like, wait a minute, God doesn't share his glory with another. Got it. That shows up twice in Isaiah. That's the only time we see that. It shows up twice in Isaiah. Do you know the context? The context is God doesn't share his glory with another God, a false God. Why? Because false gods are wood and stone and gold and silver and today it's not that but it's still the created order false gods are the created order and god's saying i do not share my glory with the created order and you then push back and say well well, well, we're the created order but we're different because we have the image of god resting in us that is just simply broken through sin but through jesus through the spirit through the father through the work of god He is actively restoring his image into our our life. When we have faith in him and begin following Jesus, that image starts to be restored. And through prayer, we see the Spirit restore this image in ways that we never even thought to ask. I mean, Paul, in another another place, we've seen this, Paul in another place said, you know, he'll do more than we ever ask or imagine inside of us. <laughs> well, there's there's aspect to that where he does more than we ever ask or imagine inside of us because we don't even know what we need inside of us. We are so weak before God, we just don't know what we need. And see, coming back to that famous verse, that he works all things together for the good of those who love him. Really what it comes down to is our definition of good is often different than God's definition of good. And we just have to simply give up our definition of good so that God can transform our definition of good into his definition of good. And as we continue to look and see how he's working in our life and how he's making us into his image, we see that what he does is always good to make us into his image. So we don't always know what to pray. And really, if you get down to it, um, we're always weak before God. And the good news is, is that no matter if we know what to say or don't know what to say or think what we have to say really doesn't matter or whatever, the spirit is interceding and he's got our back. He's interpreting 
for us on behalf of God or in front of God, to God. And that when we are in his throne room, what is happening through prayer is that God is transforming us into his image. He is using this to transform us into his image. And so we are tapping into the eternal life that flows from his throne. And that eternal life transforms us into his image. Today, the call, pray in your weakness. Pray in your weakness. And today's prayer is this. How are you, God, how are you using my weakness to make me into your image? Thank you for listening to the Finding Life Teaching Podcast. You can find more content online. Our website is findinglife.me. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Finding Life 19. If you like what you hear, a little bit of help goes a long way. Like, share, and comment through social, rate and review through iTunes, and finally, subscribe through your podcast player of choice.